Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 12 of the Bento Box Gaming Podcast. I am your host, Nicholas Takanakis. And joining me, as always, my wonderful co-host, friend, Jordan Malik. How you doing, Jordan? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Not too bad. Not too bad at all, actually. Um, how, was your, how was your week? It was, it was very, very nice. Um, I was telling you a little bit uh, before that like this the the wedding that i was at like they spared like no expense to make it safe and mm-hmm. to really like do as much as they could which like they like they had the money to do that so like it was Good. really really like impressive and cool it was it was a lot of fun and also you know got to see you know a very like beautiful couple uh get married and whatnot so it was a lot of fun nice very awesome how about you um, how's your week been it wasn't bad um uneventful really um i was playing pokemon the trading card game with the squad the past weekend fun fun um that's fun as always um currently getting stuff together for the D campaign i have to run this saturday Ooh. Or, or not i have to run i get to run mm-hmm. uh that, you are scheduled to run that's the, the level that, of pro tip uh s- changing out have to and get to nine times out of ten definitely improves your your overall outlook of a situation but no i get to i get to run a uh a uh a dnd campaign this weekend or one shot rather um i also hopped back into animal crossing for a little bit because the halloween update came out so i checked in on my 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 monthly check-in on my villagers to make sure everybody's not dead how are they doing they're not dead. <laughs> They're definitely not dead. I bought some pumpkins. Nice. And uh, yeah, so I actually I should probably go water those today. Actually, I never watered them. Oh no! I water your yeah. pumpkins. Hopefully, they won't die. Hopefully, they won't die though. Um, well, we got some fun stuff to talk about today. Um, we had a new character announced for Smash this past week. Uh, Minecraft Steve. Was announced and shown off uh, at the mine was it Minecraft Live, which is usually was the placeholder for Minecon this year. Um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven finally went gold. Uh, we're also going to discuss some of our favorite Halloween games to play during the month of October, um, and we're going to round the the podcast out with a uh, fun little Halloween candy bracket. Because I feel like every year there's always a discussion between between friends, between my friend group, between your the listeners' friend group of what's the best candy. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, there's not a wrong answer, but there's usually somebody who's way the fuck off. Now I we I have to get this kind of out of the way. Where do you stand on candy corn? I, it's weird. So I don't like candy corn really, but candy pumpkins. All right, good. I I just wanted to make sure that you don't like candy corn. You know, candy corn is just kind of weird. All right, then there will be an episode thirteen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, w- I would not be able to do the show with, with some candy corn apologist or enjoyer. That, yeah, that, no, no. That is the one very small hill that I will die on. Is that candy corn is disgusting. Uh, which is weird because candy pumpkins are made out of. I'm pretty sure the same same thing. Let me see here, candy corn. Ingre- well, candy corn pumpkin. Oh, that's what that's called? 
what's the difference between candy corn and oh so that so for candy corn a moldy created white later that blah, blah, blah. I just want to know if it's different different stuff. It's not. It's the same. It is the same. It's the same exact stuff. But the the pumpkins just taste better to me. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, there's probably something different. They they wouldn't be exactly yeah, the know. same. I don't know. Even if it's just like the the balance of the ingredients, like there there's we- there's less mat wax and more syrup, for instance, or <laughs> there's more less. Money. It's it's less of a candle, more of a candy. <laughs> there actually is wax in candy corn and candy pumpkins, like literal. Brazil wax, yeah, palm wax. You could start a fire with them. <laughs> um, the only good use to candy corn. Yeah, just for emergency situations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna add it to my go bag. Yeah, put it. It was what you have to have in your car, right? Is like the little reflector cones, mm-hmm. uh, probably like a battery backup thing to charge your phone, mm-hmm. and candy corn yes. to light a fire and signal for help. <laughs> And a tire uh, compressor. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Or a spare tire, whichever you want to. <laughs> I won't get into the logistics of that, though. Yeah, you're right. A, a, a spare tire would be the better way to go. So, but, uh, yeah, so let's, let's, let's start at the top, as, as some should do. Um, S- Minecraft Steve, finally... I will say finally got added to Smash because I feel like this should have been a character that we had a while ago. How do you, like what do you think? Like my initial reaction was like they fucking did it. Yeah. Like it's been so long and like whether this is predictable or not that's like one thing. But like this has been like a, it's been a meme for much longer than anything I think. Mhm. And just the fact that, like, it's finally here is, like, really, it's really kind of crazy. And he looks cool. Like, he looks like a good character, which is, like, the craziest thing to me. Like, it's one thing just to throw a character in there. But, like, for him to actually, like, look good and to, like, you know, seem viable. Like, he looks like he's fun to play. So, I I will say the initial response, at least in my immediate circle of people who play smash um they're very excited for steve um Mm -hmm. i personally at first i was like eh like not that i didn't want steve steve in it but at the same time i like i don't know like i love actually i do like minecraft a lot but like i haven't played it in a while Mm -hmm. but after thinking about it more so i was like you know this could be cool and then they had the the sakurai presents where they were kind of explaining the the move set and everything of this character i was like this is gonna be crazy yeah because like so the first thing that i was really intrigued by is did you see how the the mining mechanic works for for steve i saw it but i don't quite understand it i'll be honest so depending on what level you play on dictates what materials you mine ah that's what it okay um so like if you're playing on corneria you get iron um i forget what else and then all the like on some like the grassy levels you'll get like rock and you'll get dirt and whatnot oh that's Um, really cool 
yeah, and you can use those things to craft. You can use those to to build blocks, as Steve does, you know, in in the game Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's really cool is like you can craft like uh, different versions of the the tools that you use in that game. So like you can have like a bronze pickaxe, a diamond pickaxe, diamond sword, whatever. Um, so there's actually there's a lot of care I feel put into this character to make it as true to the series as possible and i really appreciate that because it, like you said it wasn't like they just threw a character and they actually put out work to like make them unique which is awesome yeah and I, there was a lot being made of like sakurai was like yeah someone came to me and was like can you put him in and like you know obviously that's unfortunate if like sakurai really didn't get to like if but i don't think anyone had to really twist sakurai's arm for this no like, I think he was just saying that, like, sometimes he isn't the one, like, the first one to come up with the the idea or whatever. Um, But the fact that, like, like, he may feel forced, like, right now just based off of that, like, translation of what Sakurai said. But, like, he's not going to feel forced, at least by the looks of it. He's going to, like, they've made it so that way, like, Steve is, like, meant for Smash. Mm-hmm. which is really really cool for sure and then his level looks really cool like i'm really happy yeah. to have that in the game and actually i've been i've been debating i've had minecraft on my playstation before mm-hmm. um i'm debating i actually never picked it up for pc really yeah it's weird um i'm debating though on getting it for pc because like i said i've always liked minecraft it's always been like a fun i, I like playing the creative mode i don't actually play like mm. the you know survival mode the creative mode to me is just super fun you put like super flat world on and i just like i would i remember on ps4 i was making like a town um and it's like a really nice relaxing cathartic you know the music's going you're kind of just lost in your thoughts of what you want to do um it's a lot of fun but i mean i don't have to tell you that yeah i i've spent a lot of time on minecraft way back when Uh, I haven't played it in a minute, but I have been really tempted to go back to it since they've added VR support yeah. to for PSVR. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that looks really interesting. Yeah, like that's something that like I'm just gonna have to slap on the PSVR headset and just like see mm-hmm. what it's like. Um, but you should definitely pick it up on PC because it's like a whole different game on PC. Oh yeah, because of like the the freaking ray tracing and everything like that. It's it's re- it's really insane. Mm-hmm. And I think the only other thing that's more insane than that is just how much units this game has sold. Oh my god, yeah, two hundred over two hundred million has units. It, has it passed and that's just Tetris? Mi- Minecraft. What's that? Has it passed Tetris? Um, let me see here. Most sold video games ever listed the best-selling video game now this is wikipedia i don't know when this was last updated oh nope it de- yep it beat tetris wow well By it a beat lot. so i don't know how, what the original tetris is so because it actually two games beat tetris oh. minecraft and gta 5 so for what it is worth, there's Tetris on mobile and then Tetris on Game Boy and NES. Like, they're separate. Like, the Tetris that's at number three yeah. is on mobile. If you combine them two, it's still short of Minecraft, though. Yeah. Well, what's wild is, is like, 
even looking at the top five, so the top five most sold games of all time. Oh, sorry. So yeah, Game Boy NES Tetris is forty three million. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, you combine that with Tetris, and it still doesn't even touch it. Uh, but the top five selling games of all time, starting from five, PUBG at seventy million, Wii Sports at eighty two point nine million. I'm gonna put a heavy asterisk on that though. I know. I feel right? like that's not fair. It's not. <laughs> Like it's good. You're like, oh well, Astro's Playroom is gonna be the best-selling PS5 game, is it? <laughs> it's it's kind of cheating when you slide it in with the system. It really is. Um, number three, like we said, was Tetris, uh, the iOS version, um, at 100 million units. GTA 5 at 135 million units, and then Minecraft at 200 million units, and that's in the span of at this point, just shy of nine years, which is crazy. Because you got some other games on here that are much, much older that have been available for much, much longer, and they're not even touching it. Yeah, like they have like... Even, they they've outsold like all those games even outsold like the original Pokemon games, which you know they sold a, a shit ton. Um, so it's wild. It it really it really really is like like you know if you scroll you don't have to scroll down very far to find some more like mm-hmm. modern uh titles like. At number 14, you have Red Dead Redemption 2, which sold 32 million. Uh, mm-hmm. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, 30 million. Uh, got one of the most recent 18. games on here, Animal Crossing New Horizons, at 22.4 uh, billion. Million? Million, not billion. <laughs> <laughs> billion. Uh, That'd be crazy. But you tend to be like, we're good. <laughs> we can retire. Uh, but, but yeah, like it's just insane how it's like nothing mm-hmm. is even close even GTA 5 is 65 million behind yeah like so, that's wild that that is a bigger gap than every single like super mario bros game sold where super mario um, bros is at 48 million and it's actually this ties in a little bit more i don't know if you watched any of the minecraft live stuff i didn't i saw some of the news pour out of it um there's a game I've been meaning to play, uh, the Minecraft Dungeons game. Yeah, that actually uh, looks really good. Yeah, it looks really fun. Actually, I have it from Game Pass. I just haven't checked oh, it out wow. yet. You should check it out. Yeah, it's it's very much so in my wheelhouse. It's very much so like a Diablo-style like dungeon crawler-ish type game, and they just announced some new DLC for it. Um, but yeah, very excited for Minecraft, Steve. He comes out on the 13th. Yeah. So once this podcast launched a week from the day of this podcast launch. And if you're watching this after the 13th, then he's already out. So go play him. <laughs> you, you, you kind of fell out of smash though. You don't really play smash anymore. Do you? I have been like on a weird, like break from uh video games that I need to like really get back into smash specifically because I always mm-hmm. enjoy it. And like, you know, I don't, I don't play it a crazy ton because it's like, I'm not like that great. Yeah. Like, I like to play, if I'm playing a game that is competitive, I like to not get my ass beat. You like to feel like you could at least try. Yeah, like, I like, like, I like competing. I'm fine with, like, losing as long as, like, I feel like I'm putting in work. Like, you know, I just don't, I, I find it hard to believe that anyone on this planet just enjoys getting their ass handed to them. I mean, for some people, that concept ass-handing is, like, 
they're addicted to it. Like they're like, oh, I, I want like they, they, the, the want to beat that person yes, is just but, consuming. Yes, and I, I completely understand that. Where it's like that, that then drives you, and you become more motivated. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, there's, there's like a fine line for me where that like just nose dives, and it's like, yeah, I'm motivated, and f- fuck this shit, I'm done. <laughs> it's, like, it's funny because it's almost like. You know the Charlie Brown with the with the football, and you're like, "No, nah, I'm gonna try. It's gonna be good this time." And then, nope. And then you have like me standing. There, I'm like, you know, I know exactly what's gonna happen. I ain't gonna. Yeah, I ain't I, gonna I, ball. I, you ain't I'm getting much, me. I'm much more likely to like, you know, f- pick up the football and throw it at the. I forget the girl character. Lucy. Lucy. I think Lucy yeah. Lucy. I'll yeah. F- I'll freaking throw it at Lucy's face <laughs> and be like, "Stop pulling the fucking ball I hate away." You. I hate you every oh. fucking time with this. But I, I'm gonna play because I I have uh, Fighter Pass two downloaded, so I'll be playing that. That's and actually, nice. did you see the like the the palette swaps of Steve as well? Yes, I love that they're not just like different colors, and that they're mm-hmm. more like Echo. I, I don't know if they are technically Echo Fighters or not. No, they're not Echo Fighters. Okay, that's good. Um. Cause I I'm confused about what isn't isn't an Echo Fighter, but I really love that it's like Enderman and a zombie, mm-hmm. and I forget I forget the the girl Steve, uh, Alex. So Alex. actually, there's there's more than what they showed off. Really? Um. So they have Steve, they have Alex, zombie, and Enderman. Mm-hmm. Um. They also have the alternative. Uh. It's like a I, I guess he's like a tennis player skin. Oh yes, I know that one. Uh, that one's in there. Um, what else we got here? So they got the alternate colors of those two tennis player skins. Uh, then there's one that's like, I I want to say it's like a, a Scottish. He's like orange hair. It looks like he has like a, a kilt pattern on. Uh, uh, and yes. then there's one that's like, they have like, it's a girl with like a headdress and it's like yellow and blue. It's very regal looking. Mm-hmm. So like there's all like different costumes. Um. So I think that's really cool. The Enderman skin, I think, is my favorite because yeah. like he just looks so adorable. Yeah, no, it, they've found a way to make Enderman cute. Which yeah, like, and I freaking hate Enderman in that game. They it's creep hilarious. me out. Um, see, I'll be trying them out when they come out because, like I said, they look super interesting. And that's honestly with the Smash characters that we're getting, that's kind of what I want for the future, right? Like, I don't want just like here's another sword fighter with a different skin over them or here's like you know like i i'm not gonna say terry is just a a skin of like ryu or like that because that's that's not it at all but like he's too similar it's just kind of like fighting game character you know what i mean like i want like steve has a very unique move set i feel um and even min min like min min's been like a point of contention with with people but like i i think min min is is interesting and i like her but I completely agree. Like I'm, I understand that you you don't have to like the character to respect it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I I don't like playing with Min Min, but it's still just like a really freaking cool character. And you know, some of the other DLCs are like the same way or the opposite. Where like Terry, mm-hmm. like you just said, I I. You know, as a character, I don't like Terry's inclusion at all, but I like playing with him. I like his KO moves. I I like Terry's inclusion because he is an important part of fighting game history, right? But like I said, like, I look at Terry and I don't think 
Terry stands out that much. I actually forget Terry exists a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, same like, thing with Hero. Like I forget. I mean, even though Hero is a little bit more unique in his fighting style because he has that drop down menu, mm-hmm. um, I kind of forget Terry a lot as well. Yeah, and like Byleth, like Byleth, great character. Yeah, sure. Like, but we did not need another freaking sword oh, fighter. No. Like I, I, we need another Fire Emblem character. Yeah, like some of these, it's just. I'm glad that Steve, because he's so freaking different. Steve mm-hmm. is like very much like you said. There is no other character that is like Steve, which is like amazing, and especially um, considering he's what number seventy six. Mm-hmm. Like he he's the seventy sixth character, and they're able to make a brand new you know game gameplay design for him let's see i forget how many yeah so we have at this point we have four characters left in the fighter pass mm-hmm. in the challenger pack um there's honestly i will I, I don't care who the rest are but there are people that i want and let me hear i them. either want gino yes you've Super been a, rpg you've been a big uh gino stan and i want to Oh, I actually before everything came out, I changed my name to to Gino Propaganda yes, on Twitter. Yes, I did see that. <laughs> and I hate it because it's it's people who want Gino and people who want Sora, and like if you're one of the two, you hate each other. Mm-hmm. Because I, it seems like people who want Gino say "fuck out of here, Sora, we don't want you," and people who like Sora are like "nah, fuck Gino." And I'm gonna say I'm a hot. Scalding hot take. Gino is a much better character all the way around than Sora. And Sora's little baby Final Fantasy character from not Final Fantasy game Kingdom Hearts. Um, and I'd rather see Gino's unique move sets using his magic, using his, his variety of puppetry moves, than I would want to see another anime sword fighter, which would be <laughs> Sora. Now, so I, I really quickly want to back you up and say that that is, in my opinion, like one of the coldest takes ever. Like Sora is a bad character. Like King, Kingdom Hearts is a bad game. It's a bad and game. I'm going to say that now. And there's probably people who are listening to this be like, no, Nick, you're wrong. No, I'm right. The story is convoluted. And this is from somebody who enjoys the works of Hideo Kojima. That <laughs> game is very convoluted and just unnecessary. Yeah, Mickey Mouse commits war crimes. Like it doesn't. <laughs> Donald Duck is the most powerful sorcerer in the Final Fantasy universe. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> Nothing you're, makes sense. You're a hundred percent right, and I'm I'm fully behind you on this. Like Kingdom Hearts, it's fun. Like you know, fun gameplay. But like anything more than that, it's like you're losing me. Like that story is not good. It it quickly went from Disney Final Fantasy to just batshit crazy levels of the real world and the not real world and the darkness and the and the light they, and you need the light to sh- shut up they didn't need to do all that they had something good shut with up. disney final fantasy you know you got to do a mario rpg <laughs> what do you got you got collect you got to collect seven stars and beat up the big ass sword that went in the bowser's castle congratulations <laughs> you have won that's it I, I was and you get banging music 
You do get banging music. You do get banging music. Now, what's hilarious is I said we don't need another anime sword fighter. Uh, however, the next character that I really, really want to be in the game, more so than I would say Gino, um, is Chrono from Chrono Trigger. That's fair. For for you, and, I'm like you were just saying, no more sword characters. But yes. like, this is not too hypocritical of you. And like again, th- no, this is me being a huge hypocrite. I said no more anime sword fighters, and quickly, yeah, but I suggested a ever. character. I suggested a character that was designed by Akira Toriyama, <laughs> uh, the same character designer of Dragon Ball Z and Hero as well. Uh, for those of you who didn't under- didn't realize why there was like multiple things with Dragon Ball eyes. Yeah, Gohan's in Smash. Um, but again, I feel like Chrono's a really interesting character because, like, the 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 cross tech system that's in Chrono Trigger could be implemented very well into Smash, especially with the final Smash that the character could use. Um, and I would just like to see that game come back to some sort of relevance. Mm-hmm. Like, I just it's it's so good. It's it's so 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 good. I want the music to be added. I want you know, I, I want my boy to be immortalized in this in in this character fighter forever. Um I'm actually I'm replaying it right now on my stream because I'm doing all for the month of October since it's my birthday month. Um I'm streaming all of my favorite games. Mm-hmm. And I started first with uh with Chrono Trigger because it is my favorite of all time. Um, Chrono's a good boy, and he deserves to be in Smash. But I will still, I will still take Gino. I will, I will settle for Gino, and then everybody can have anybody else they want. You want, you know, Dante? You can have him. You want Hahachi? You want Jin? Guess what? You can have him. However, the one group of people that I want to apologize to are the people who wanted Travis touchdown in Smash and got him as a fucking me costume. Yeah, I, I apologize to you, Travis fans. They, they did you dirty. They did you dirty. Yeah, that's that's been my experience for the past few like Smash editions. Like I, I like I wanted Bomberman. He's he's a he's a skin. Uh, I really wanted Shovel Knight more. Shovel Knight is the one that I really feel like is like a missed opportunity. They made him a yeah. trophy. Like Bomber too, but like Bomberman is a huge missed opportunity. And like once again, they just brought him back as a as a skin. And I'm like, why? Like Bomberman's like huge yeah huge but uh, I, it's it's funny because like each character that's rounding out this character pass always confuse like i have no idea where they're gonna go at all like steve i had no inkling that steve was even gonna happen mm-hmm. um, and actually my my quick hot take before the the presentation happened was i thought we were gonna get a tekken character because harada and um sakurai had been speaking about the game Mm-hmm. And what kind of fed into that even more is when Mario got yeeted across the map by Sonic and he broke through the wall. I was like, yo, 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 because like there's some levels in in Tekken where like, you know, you can go to different stages like that. Yeah. And nope, Sonic just punched him all the way in the Minecraft <laughs> and we got Minecraft Steve, which is still fine. Still very yeah. much so fine. Um, but- so. But uh, if I do you think that this could maybe be setting like the tone for the rest of this pass that maybe it is like super big, like 
you know, if like Crash Bandicoot and Doom Guy well, and like Rayman, like if it's going to be like a star studded. Well, what's interesting, somebody did a, a, they did a comparison between Fighter Pass 1 and Fighter Pass 2. And my only issue with the, the comparison that they made is that they included Piranha Plant in on that, but some people do sometimes. Yeah. Um, because Piranha Plant was the first DLC character. And what they came up with was like, first party representation and it was piranha plant and min min and then it was third party representation and it was joker uh juxtaposed with steve and alex and now they're saying like the third character pack could be like a character that makes japan happy because here made japan happy mm-hmm. um fourth character could be an american representation because the banjo kazooie was like the, like if you line it up it kind of like it goes down the line of like what these characters mean for them and then what it could mean for the character path going forward not that it's going to be an exact mirror of it yeah i would actually be super disappointed if the um fighter pass 2 ended with another first party character like fighter pass 1 did um because even at that point i don't even know who they would add but they'd probably shoot somebody in there should be waluigi Uh, (laughs) i mean yeah they could they could they could finish up with waluigi like last which would be hilarious um, I think I, but, it'd be perfect. It, it like wa- put, nice Waluigi, stamp. put Waluigi in Smash, please. Sakurai, nice I know you're it. listening. Yeah, I know Sakurai is listening. To this. <laughs> I know he's one of our many listeners. Um, so, but yeah, I'm cool with it. I'm probably gonna um stream and have a bracket on the Bento Twitch, uh, the day that Steve comes out, and maybe play some online with the uh, the Discord. Ooh. So if you're not in our Discord and if you're not on our Twitch, what are you doing with yourself? You gotta come play games with us. Um. So, but yeah, that's. I mean, that's all I have to say about that. Unless, I mean, do you have any characters that you might want to see join the join the roster of Smash? Other than kind of ones I've said, I I I could see Crash Bandicoot. Like you know, okay. that's one that if they added uh uh Minecraft like. Minecraft Steve, Crash Bandicoot is another like really famous, you know, deserves to be in this like little music, like Hall of Fame. Like, I feel like Smash Bros. is the closest that we'll ever get to a video game Hall of Fame, um, or at least one that's like well recognized. Um, so, like, Crash Bandicoot, I could see being up there. Um, but other than that, like, Rayman, Doom Slayer. I, I would I wouldn't even want Doom Slayer, actually. I, that's just another one that I could see happening. But the ones that I want, Waddle Dee and Waluigi. That's fair. No, those are I listen, at this point I I don't really care what what we get. Like I said, like I'm, I'd be happy with Gino and Chrono. I'm hundred percent knowing that like I'm I'm expecting nothing. So that if I do get what I want i'm excited yeah but um never expect smash to to add in (laughs) a character that you want um, like uh, i uh, for for so long i like was waiting for like one character that like i cared about like to be added in because obviously like you know i grew up like kirby's always been in smash but mm -hmm. then then punch out uh little mac got added i was like all right i'm done i got my one that that's the one that Sakurai yes. looked for for people like me and was like, "Here you go," and now he's trying to get everybody else. Mm-hmm. So enjoy it while while he comes to you. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but uh, you're gonna move on to our next next topic, which is actually I feel like it's pretty big. Yes, sir. 
Uh, so Cyberpunk 2077, the many times delayed, many times talked about, especially recently in more controversial light, mm-hmm. uh, has gone gold. And for those of you who don't know what that means in terms, um, basically the gold master is being sent out to the manufacturing companies to be copied over to retail copies of the game. So they're starting to make the retail disc versions of the game and sending over the, I guess, the gold ISO files to the uh, the download services and whatnot. So the game is, I'll say in heavy quotes, done. Yeah, uh, you know, they're still working on the day one patch, but like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's in mass production. So I'm pretty excited for that. I'm 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 very happy that the game is finally like quote unquote we'll say done and like because you like you said they're they're working on the day one patch for sure um but it's nice because like once they go gold it's like all right cool unless there's like some like i don't know unforeseen catastrophic failure yeah or unless they've really bungled their planning because because like you said they've been talked about a lot in more controversial terms because they have been, they said they said they were going to delay the game to avoid mm-hmm. crunch, and they've been crunching even though they said they weren't going to. So, yeah, people are very unhappy with them. People are unhappy with them, but I don't know if it's like actual crunch or if it's just like, hey, we're because I think the report came out from like originally like the, the CEO responded to it. Um, but I think the initial report came out from a worker who had been like, oh, yeah, the people have been working nights and weekends for over a year. But, like, I think they failed to kind of describe if that was, like, voluntary, you know, but or my, if it was forced. My understandings of those situations are that, like, it's... It's like a weird mix of like, like you, you certainly can, but if you don't something, you know, it, it will hurt you more than do just mm-hmm. do nothing. Like, you know, there might be retribution in some types of way or some f- form of punishment. Um, e- e- just in the form of like, you know, not getting a future opportunity or whatever, but like six days a week, like obviously depending on who you are, that might not sound like a bad thing. But mm-hmm. or that might not sound out of the ordinary, I should say. Like, you know, I'm working five days a week, but granted it's 20 hours. So like, you know, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't like slam. I be like, oh, there's softies, there's snowflakes, whatever you, whatever you want to say about, you know, poor me. But like, this is something that has been plaguing the, the game industry in large part because there's not a union and game developers need to unionize. But mm-hmm. that's a that's neither here nor there. Like CD Projekt Red is kind of crunching, but like they've been crunching for so long. That's that's mm-hmm. like the one thing I, I was really trying to get to was that they've been crunching for so long that it's like, is it like, is it really still crunch when they've been crunching for like the past year? Like uh, the one guy that you just mentioned, he was like, yeah, for the past for the past year, we've been working six days a week, been working on holidays, X, Y and Z. And it's like like it's always been bad. Mm -hmm. Like a six hour work week or six day work week should like is not normal and nor should it be. No, and actually, 
I I keep seeing the stories pop up like, hey, what about a four day work week? And I'm like, let's go. Um, but yeah, it's just it's unfortunate. But like like I said, a lot of these people want to make sure that this game is the best that it can be because it is going to be yes. literally on their resume for the rest of their lives. And as a lot of people could know, you know, this could make or break them. Um, yeah. There, so like C- CD Projekt Red has poured so many assets into this game. Yeah. Like, I, I truly cannot imagine what would happen if it did fail. In large part. I, I don't think it would, though. I, I don't think it will either, but I'm saying like they like they can't afford it to. No. Um, and that's the thing, too, is like now that you've worked on this game, like there's there's going to be I think especially too in this upcoming generation, like we saw like a lot of open world games in the past generation. Mm-hmm. But I think now with the kind of hardware that we're getting, I think we're going to see a boom in more detailed larger scale open world games my god and if you you know let's say you apply you know let's because a lot of things what happens when you're developing a game is like a studio will do like mass layoffs when they're done Mm -hmm. um i mean if you you know if you approach like rockstar be like hey i want to help you all work on gta 6 i just finished cyberpunk 2077 be like let's go come on like come on down like you (laughs) you obviously have a lot of open world game development experience yeah, and, uh, you know, I don't know if layoffs is, like, the correct term for those situations because it's more often than not, it's just that their contract is up. Yeah. So, you know, it's and it's something that, like, it's an expected layoff. Like, you, you know, mm-hmm. you, you go into the situation being like, all right, I'm going to make this game, and then once this game's over, I'm going to move on to the next project with mm-hmm. whoever or wherever that might be. Um, and... I am like rooting for this game like so freaking hard. Like I like yeah. I'm not like that interested in it, but like I really want like other people to be like over the moon about this because I know like like you in particular, you're really big about this just like genre of media of just like, oh, you know, cyberpunk. Yes. Cyberpunk. I'm literally leading up to that game coming out. I'm going to start I'm I'm going to finish reading the cyberpunk 2020 book i'm gonna watch fucking um blade runner blade runner both blade runners because <laughs> i love both of those movies to death so like i'm i'm excited for this and then i'm also gonna be buying a new graphics card for my pc just to make this game look as pretty as it can and, and so and i'm sure you'll also add some like vaporwave uh, desktop backgrounds to it i'm all. gonna be listening to kavinsky on repeat <laughs> while playing this game and just having a time. And there are so many people like just like that. Like I recognize that. So like I I have no like I really want this to like go out there and just be like, you know, there's so much joy that can be made from this game being really freaking good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like like you say, like the the, the genre. I just really enjoy the genre yeah. because it's such a when I when I see cyberpunk stuff, it's you know, and like the dystopian future that it is, it's just so interesting to me because of like you have like literally all of like this limitless technology that like now like you and I would see as like holy shit that's incredible, and like they're using it for like just dumb stuff, yeah. like you know, like in in Blade Runner, I you know the main character using like a hologram and that's like his wife. <laughs> 
<laughs> which like nowadays be like yo a hologram that's crazy and then you mind you we're using holograms for dumb stuff now we have miku concerts but <laughs> like but like that that hologram in, in blade runner is a little bit more um what's the, sophisticated i should say yeah um so like uh, i just like the dystopian cyberpunk future that like that genre creates it's it's super interesting to me i i agree and one thing you were just mentioning about the technology i really like about the technology is that like like it makes me think that like we're not that far off from some of it like you were just saying (laughs) not from this the the, dystopia i'm saying like you know the the robotics like you Mm -hmm. know keanu reeves having a robot arm like you know, I don't, I don't know if you saw the, the video today. At least I saw it today. Uh, it was going viral of Jeff Bezos with these, like, fucking Octoman, or not Octo, uh, Doc Oct arms. Oh, God. It's it, delivering all packages. <laughs> the the worst part of that video was actually, like, halfway through. Like, he, it's, a very, it's very impressive hardware. Um, and he's like testing it out it's two arms and he's like moving his arms and the robot arms are moving and halfway through he just lets out this like very evil maniacal laugh and Mm -hmm. it's like i think we're witnessing an origin story well yeah no it's definitely it's definitely that kind of stuff (laughs) coming to fruition and it's like excuse me (laughs) Like even some of the stuff that like Amazon makes, right? Like we're 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 kind of getting off the rails a little bit here, but it's okay. Um, like they just announced, like they have like a a drone that will oh fly God. around your house and do yes. security sweeps. The ring drone. Yeah. And it'll no, it'll gonna... chase after uh someone that like like it'll send you an alert and like if if you push through that it's like uh that they're not meant to be there, it'll like chase them. Like how long do we get one that has a taser attached to it? <laughs> Yes, like freaking Boston Dynamics, that company has been, has had it too good for too long, in my opinion. They're, they're the people that make like that robot dog yeah. that they just abuse day and night and just like try and push it over. Like, Absolutely wild. They've had it too good for too long and they need to be shut down because one of these days they are going to go too far and robots are going to attack us. <laughs> Um, but you know, I, I just, I, I love the whole, the whole thing. And like, I also, what, like the other thing I really like about it is like, especially in the older cyberpunk type movies is all of the, the practical effects that people used. Mm-hmm. Cause like in general with movies and stuff like practical effects always impressed me. Oh yeah. Um, but like for cyberpunk stuff, they're like, all right, well we got to make a mask. So what should it be? And be like, all right, we'll give him a gas mask and we'll get some like vacuum tubes and we'll spray him like a dull silver and scratch some of the paint off and like like it's all like just really cool like thrown together shit that like anybody could kind of make mm-hmm. so that kind of made it feel more more grounded and real to me mm-hmm. so that's like one of the things i really love about it so like i'm gonna be just stupid immersed into this game when it comes out so i'm like just over the moon for it and i can't wait to to get my hands on it and was it? I think the release date is November seventeenth. Eight? Was it? Uh, it's soon. It's next month. It's it is next month, November nineteenth. So a little over a month away. Mm-hmm. I I do have a a quick little uh, not on the topic of games at all, but staying kind of in cyberpunk realm. 
if you had the ability to have like a robotic arm, much like like the character in the game, like it's super safe and you can do like all the different like crazy things that they're able to do mm-hmm. in cyberpunk with it. And it'd be your left arm because that's your, I don't know if you have any attachment to like dominant. My right, dominant. my right arm is my dominant arm. Yeah. So I don't know if you have like more attachment to like, you know, your dominant hand. So would you swap out your left arm or like from the elbow down at least to have like a robotic hand? Cause I really think I might. I don't know if I would willingly cut off a good arm. I, to I do that. I will make the the scene of like it's not like it, it's brand new technology and like you know like you should like don't feel bad that like oh someone else might need it more like it, it's super common. Yeah, like, no, I I don't know if I would like I said willingly give up a an otherwise good arm. Mm-hmm. Now, if I was in some sort of unfortunate accident and I lost an arm, and they're like, hey, we can give you this cool robot one. Hell yeah. You would Hell be yeah. excited? Yeah. I would be too. Because you know how many times I've thought about that, like when working on cars, like, you know, like, what if I had like a robot hand that like the middle of my palm could become like the exact size socket that I needed for like a bolt or like my fingertip pops out and it's like a, a soldering iron or, you know, like, It'd be I so just cool. like a go-go gadget fucking mechanics arm. Like that would be wild. It really would be. So I don't know. I don't know if I would, like I said, I don't know if I would willingly mm. chop off a good arm, but like, you know, if my hand just, just happened to get crushed <laughs> and I saw that I could get like a badass robot arm that was like a multi-tool. Yeah, I, I for sure would not lose sleep over my arm getting crushed then because like, you I, know, I, I would and I would really think hard. Like, you know, that's something that some, someone in my life, probably uh, Grace, my girlfriend, she would like talk me down from that. But yeah. the fact is, is that I need to be talked down from it. <laughs> you know what I would say? I would rather have, and I'm only saying this because my I, my eyes are fine, but I wear glasses. I would rather oh, have yes. a robotic eye yes. than a robotic arm, and I'll explain why. Because while my robotic arm could be a fantastic multi-tool, imagine having a robotic eye that could like actively translate for like stuff for you in real time. Like a like I could like use it to scan an environment and look for stuff like that would be crazy. We, like if I'm like, Oh, is there a carbon monoxide leak in my home? And like my eye could like scan the room for any sort of like switch to like weird camera. W- yeah. Like weird anomalies. I'm like, Oh look, there's, there's that coming up. Or like, you know, I could see if like a wire was live electricity or not, or like find a break on a wire or like use it to x-ray a wall from trying to hang a picture. <laughs> like I'm using like this multi-billion dollar technology to hang up like a funny picture up <laughs> to try and find some studs. And more importantly, we would just be able to see normally. Yeah. Well that too. <laughs> but you know, I would hundred percent have robotic eyes. That'd be crazy. Yeah. I, I would pick, I would pick a robotic guy before an arm. That's facts. Yeah. Change the colors on demand. Oh, hell yeah. We're doing that. Could do zoom and enhance, but re- in real time. Can somebody give me a robotic eye? Can we get on that? Like, <laughs> like faster? Can we get a sponsorship? You know, robotic eyes. Please? <laughs> somebody? Um, I'll let you use a melon ball to take my old one out. Like, if you want to, like, make a big deal about it. So, but yeah. So, that that's, that's high priority on my radar. And I would imagine this is going to be my game of the year. 
Yeah, it, I, I'm expecting it to be for you as well. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm, I really can't wait to hear your like, uh, for like day one impressions. Oh yeah. Um, but let's let's move on to some of our other favorites. Yes. Let's talk about, and I don't know if you do this. This is something I do every year, where during the month of October, I will go out of my way to either play an old scary game that I very much enjoy, or maybe go out of my way to play a new game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'll ask you, some of, what's some of your favorite scary games to play? And then are there any currently on your radar that you maybe want to try out this month for so- Halloween? So I don't know if it's come up in our 11 and three quarters episodes so far, but in case it hasn't, I will, or in case it has, I will remind everyone, I am a giant coward. I am a huge yellow belly. Like, wow, really? Yes. I get very scared very quickly. Like there were about four separate times where like I, while I was trying to play PT, I, it, it got me. I del- mm-hmm. I rage deleted it and then I like literally couldn't sleep that night. Like that happened like four times and wow. And then like the next day I would re-download like all right here like fu- like that fucking GTA San Andreas meme of oh shit here we go, <laughs> we go again. again. And that was like the only time that like I've really like kind of pushed for something like until dawn. Until dawn is my favorite like horror game because that's okay. all I can fucking get through. <laughs> Like yeah, because that's that's like that's more of a movie too, so I can understand that. Do you like like do you like sc- any scary nope. movies? Nope. I I'm I'm trying to that. think of the, the last scary movie that I saw was uh, The Shining. I think. Well, mm-hmm. pa- Parasite is a thriller. I want to you know. There's this difference between like thriller and horror for me. Yes. I really fuck with thrillers. Like the the, yes, shi- the Shining, I was like very mixed about. I thought it was like very slow, but like that's like the appeal to it is that it's like so mm-hmm. suspenseful. I thought it was like too much, and it was like where it lost me. The suspense kills me. That is 100 percent what kills me, and also realism. Yes, I'm I'm very susceptible to jump scares. Mm-hmm. And like, I'll make myself anxious about them. Like, you know, I, I can feel when one is coming and I kind of like, I, I tense up beforehand, then it happens. And I like have this cathartic like release and it's, you know, not, not cathartic in a good way. Typically cathartic has a good connotation, but there's a very negative Cath- uh, cathartic release of energy. You kind of just like, yeah, you like squirm. Yeah, just at the thought of it happening. Wow, inter- I never knew that. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a huge yellow belly, huge cat. So you've never played like really any scary games at all? I've never played Resident Evil. I've tried. Uh, what's the one with the the guy in the camera? Oh my god, he got, he's in a mental hospital. Uh, Outlast. Outlast. Yes. Um, I tried that one. I got like halfway through and I was mm-hmm. like, fuck this. I'm done. <laughs> I've, um, I've played until dawn rush of blood, which is the, mm-hmm. the on rail shooter. <laughs> we got to make you play resident evil VR. Oh, fuck man. <laughs> Only if we monetize it. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Only if it's, you know, it has to be for content. That's, that's, you know, and we have to make sure it's recorded because otherwise yeah. I might really like, I, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm nervous just thinking about it. 
Again, wow. it's like I like I build it up in my head. Like sometimes I just get so in my head about it. But that's crazy. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess I'll have to fill in for the both of us with that one. <laughs> and no, uh, un- until dawn is I, I I can talk about until dawn because like I actually like genuinely enjoy that. I think it's mm-hmm. like, like it's fun. Uh, very campy from what i remember it's it's incredibly campy and that's like what i like um i really because like it's you know it's fun to laugh at and whatnot so um i enjoy that a lot and it's like it's you know it's a fun time and it's like it still has a challenge with the quick time events you know mm-hmm. it's it's one of those kinds of games where it's you know you you pick you pick you make decisions and you do quick time events and that's the whole game you know, mm-hmm. you, it's all about really watching more than playing. Um, but there's still like a lot of player agency. So I, I'm a big fan of Until Dawn. Very nice. Um. So for me, there's there's a there's a few that I I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, big fan of Dead Space, one and two. You know, those three does were... not exist. <laughs> Those were two that I really just like missed the boat on. Like I was mm-hmm. not at uh when Dead Space 1 and 2 were out, I was not really into the world of video games like I like I like I am now. I was much more in my little niche. So like I completely missed the boat on those. See what I love about Dead Space 1 is is a just wonderful representation of how good survival horror games can be. Um, especially when you limit yourself in certain ways. Like I played the first game with only the plasma cut of my first one run through. And that's like the first weapon you get in the game. Mm-hmm. But like you can upgrade it over time and it just becomes like the best. And the thing is with that game is your your main enemy are necromorphs and they have like all these like appendages and like long like stabby bits and whatnot. And the the plasma cutter, as the name implies, cuts. So what's great about it is, is like even though it's the first weapon you get, it's literally I like I played the game a second time through and I still found myself using the plasma cutter most of the time mm-hmm. because of how effective it was on the the enemies. Um but that game is just is is fantastic. It's a great survival horror game. Um I'm I'm sure anybody listening to this podcast right now has at least played it if not like give it a, give it a shot like it's it's super good you're a scientist named isaac clark and you're trapped on this uh ghost ship that has been overrun by these like just mutated alien fucking like necromorph creatures that are taking over the 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 crew's bodies and just becoming these horrible like just misformed and just disgusting creatures that are trying to kill you. How, how, how scary are we talking? There's jump scares. Okay. On a scale of like one to <laughs> what, what's the scariest game in your opinion? Real quick. The scariest game in my opinion. Yeah. Hmm. That you've played. That I've played. Yeah. Okay. Cause obviously you won't know if you haven't played it. Um, actually, uh, Half-Life uh, Alex. Alright, so from a scale of 1 to Half-Life Alex, like how scary is Dead Space? I would say if Alex was a 10, I would say it's probably like a f- 5 or 6. Maybe, okay. Maybe like a, like a, like a 5. 
I'll say a five. And the only reason why Half-Life Alex is, is so scary to me anyway is it's not a horror game, right? But have you ever played Half-Life ever? I've seen it. That like I don't have a PC, so I've never been mm-hmm. able to play Half-Life. So there's it. these creatures called head crab that uh can latch onto somebody's head and take over their bodies and they basically become zombies. Mm-hmm. Um the reason now they were never really too scary in the original game to me anyway mm-hmm. but half-life alex is in vr yeah Ooh. and <laughs> there were times where i had to like pause the game and take the headset off and be like let me catch my breath <laughs> this is a lot right now because <laughs> you're panicking yeah you know, there's there's a huge difference between me pressing like the B button to reload, and then and Half Life Alex actually having to eject the empty magazine, put a new one in, load it, cock it, and shoot it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I'm like getting a little bit of like PTSD. Like I I just remember where I like I would be playing PT, and I'd be like, all right, I'm fucking done. Like I'm I'm tired of being scared. Yeah, then, no, like, it was definitely cold sweats. Yeah, and then I'd like see something, think I see something in the window, big. <gasps> like I, I, I am that person where, like, you know, I turn the game off and I'm like, "You from the game?" PT though, PT was fucking wild. Yeah, that, like, I didn't play it. I, I mainly watched our friend group play it, and mm. the shit, like that shit was like perturbing. Like it was yeah. like, what the fuck. And that's why I was really wanting to see that game come to fruition, especially after seeing the original Silent Hills be played uh, by a good friend of ours, Cleve. Cleve, I don't know if you listen to these podcasts, but I'm shouting you out right now. PBJ Cleve, follow him on Twitch. He was He's actually playing Dead Space right now. Oh. Um, but he played Silent Hill and is like a huge Silent Hill fan. And I enjoy... I, I would never probably play Silent Hill myself, but I definitely got a... a enjoyment out of watching somebody who is a huge fan of the series play it and talk about it and like explain all the intricacies of this of this of the series Mm -hmm. it's like that was really fun for me um but like to see what a modern day take on silent hill could have been would have been wild yeah absolutely because silent hill is a more of a psychological horror game and like to see like what they would have done with that would have been crazy especially with kojima because the dude's fucking nuts Yes, um, he he is on some shit. I I don't know. Kojima has to take drugs, right? No, I mean, you think you know, like you know? I don't think so. Hot take: I don't think you have to be on drugs to create stuff like that. It probably helps. It, it but like I don't think you need help. to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, especially with how Japanese culture <laughs> is with. Uh, uh, what's the ha, how much more taboo it is in mm-hmm. Japanese culture? Perhaps he he's a little bit more uh, straight edge then. But man, yeah. like if he is on something, I might be interested in taking some of it. He he has some wild visions. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, that would have been crazy. But like, I don't know. For me, like right now, um, I'm probably not gonna replay dead space one because i'm actually i'm holding out i'm really holding out for a hd collection remaster what have you um coming out from ea and as far-fetched as that idea might seem um ea just announced today a remaster for um 
the remake of Need for Speed Hot Pursuit that came out like five mm. years back. Five or six years back, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And like that, what well, that game isn't that good. <laughs> so like, oh, it's twenty. So I'm sorry, that game is ten years old. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. I remember when that got announced. Holy shit! Um, they're bringing out a remastered version of it. So like, if you're telling me you can bring out a re- remastered version of that, then I mean, like, please give us back what we really, really want. That makes too much sense for EA, though. Yeah. You know, they they, yeah. they only do things for money. Um, but I mean, that would be good some money. Um, I've been wanting to try the the Evil Within for a while. That's, That's when I kind of missed the, really the bus trippy. on. I've seen, yeah, I've seen a few Twitch streams of that. Um, I should probably finish Resident Evil 2 because I never finished Resident Evil 2. Mm-hmm. And that's a really good game. I've played a, a good portion of that, and that's just a beautifully done uh, remaster. Um, and then, actually, Josh right now, our friend Josh, is playing uh, this game. I think it's called Phantasm, something like that. Um, hold on. Because I want to make sure I get the name of this, of this game correct. But basically, what it is is like you're a oh, fan... Fans, what the fuck? How do I say this word? <laughs> Hold on, phasmophobia. There we go. Jesus. Phasmophobia. Okay. Um, you're a ghost hunter, and you actually can use your mic, your PC mic, to talk to the ghosts, and you have to figure out what kind of ghosts they are in the house. So it could be like, you know, just a mild mannered, just regular ghost, spooky ghosty, or it could be a fucking demon and kill you. So like, oh my god, that seems wild. That, um, that's like too much for me. Yeah, the fact oh, I figured that, it'd be too much for you. The fact that like you can use your PC mic. Yeah, and like talk. I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. Um, then I don't consider it a Left for Dead a scary game, but I mean, it, I guess it kind of is because it's zombies and whatnot. But it's a horde shooter. Yeah. In all actuality. Because you know, if you're gonna count Left for Dead, then you might as well count count The Last of Us. I yeah I guess in a sense or even like you know Call of Duty zombies, <laughs> um, but yeah no so I might I might play something new for for this time of year I don't know we'll have to see what what my my schedule allots for me what I'm about to mm-hmm. get into my nonsense yeah so but like I said it is spooky month it is Halloween month. Yes, it is. And we should do our little candy bracket. All right. So I'll explain to you how I envision this going. Yeah. Uh, I figured we do a 10 slot bracket. You mm-hmm. and I both put up five candies. Um, no, obviously no doubles. Yes. And then we will reach out and poll our Twitter followers, you the listeners. Um, and you can vote on what candies you want to see advance in the bracket, and we will keep the bracket up to date. Um, and hopefully, I don't know, I gotta like time everything out because I'd like to have the bracket end um, on the 27th, which would be like the week of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to time everything out. But I figured that'd be the best way to go about this. So. Without further ado, I will let you. We can go back and forth, or we can just I, you just list five. Uh, we can go back and for, forth, but you can go first. Okay, so I'm gonna come out the gate strong. Mm-hmm. Um, Reese's cups. Oh, you, you, you bitch! That's 
Yeah. Reese's Cups are the 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 pinnacle Halloween candy and mm-hmm. the pinnacle candy in general. I feel like they're so just just you could do so much with them. They're so versatile, such a versatile candy. So right off the bat, immediate question I have: Can I use Reese's pieces? Um, yes, because Reese's pieces is not Reese's cups. Yes. Okay. I I agree. So that's gonna be my first one because you so, know got okay. gotta gotta get the golden goose. I'm not. So the way we're gonna, I'm gonna shuffle these up too. So like it won't be yeah. like Reese's cups versus Reese's pieces because that would that would I don't know. <laughs> So, yeah, that, that, that should be pieces. saved for later if possible. Um, so my next one, um, I so one of the candies I really enjoy, and I feel like nobody really talks about Mr. Goodbar. Okay, there's no love for Mr. Goodbar, and it's such it, it's kind of in the same vein as a Reese's. It's, it's chocolate, it's peanuts, it's delicious. But nobody ever talks about it. And I like the little fun size ones that you can get every year. So I'm going to say Mr. Good Bar. Mm-hmm. All right. my opinion, it should be sure. Mr. Bad Bar. Fuck you. Uh, my, my next pick is going to be the, the classic, uh, the crisp, the Kit Kat. Kit Kat. So you know what's funny? Growing up, mm-hmm. uh, I never really fucked with Kit Kat. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until my uh, my my later teen years into my early adult years that I really started fucking with them because mm-hmm. I started eating the different flavors that they have. Yes. Another very versatile candy. There's a lot of different flavors of Kit Kat out there. If you if you look for it, um, there's there's green tea flavor. There's I actually had a um, oh, what's the fucking oh, I'm blanking so hard on it right like now. Cookies and cream. It? Well, there's cookies and cream. There's the white chocolate. There's the sake flavor. That's the one I was I couldn't remember. There's a sake uh-huh. flavor that actually has trace of, trace amounts of alcohol in it. Wow. Um so very another versatile candy. I, I quick turnaround on those. Mm-hmm. I used to not like them, but now I like them. They're they're very good. Yes. Um, all right, so now we're up to me again. And I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in there, I'm gonna throw a Twix on the uh, on the board. Solid. That that's a solid one. Just a, a solid cookie candy bar right like just what could you what more could you want than chocolate covered cookie crunchy deliciousness are you a right twix guy or a left twix guy i don't i don't um i don't judge honestly i, I like them both i you know mm-hmm. usually when i eat twix i am so i'm a psychopath i am the person that will open up a kit kat and just bite straight across oh, i'm the no. person that will open up a twix and just kind of bite all right this is i don't the last i episode. don't peel my string cheese like just I'm a I'm a serial killer. Don't do not trust my opinions on things. This has been the last episode of the, the Bento Box Gaming Podcast. We'll see. Because we'll see what we round out with candy wise, because I might have some some issues with you, but I gotta see what you choose first. Alright, my my next one is going to be uh I'll stick with just like Hershey. Like just okay. like plain chocolate, you know, like you could even throw Ghirardelli in there. Oh, so but, just you're saying like a Hershey bar? Yes. The classic. Okay. Yes, the classic, or even Hershey Kisses. Um, I'll say because no, I, I, I feel like if... you don't get kisses Hershey Kisses on Halloween. I feel like you just get the, the small Hershey bars. You really should get kisses on Halloween. Um, I mean, we but... always kiss the homies. <laughs> always gotta kiss the homies. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, so whatever, just you could put Hershey, you could put just plain chocolate. Yeah, I just put Hershey bar because that that opens a can of worms because there's a lot yeah. of different Hershey bars too. Like you have like your regular Hershey bar, your your special dark, your cookies and cream. You got your um, almonds. Which, which, by the way, by the way, let me get let me get let me get real intimate right now. <laughs> <laughs> that probably just blew out everything. You have to edit that out. No, not that. Um, bad. um if you're making s'mores. And you're still using regular Hershey bars to make s'mores? Reevaluate your life. Because while the Hershey bar is a great is a great component of the s'more, branch yourself out to different flavor of Hershey bar, like I said, cookies and cream, mm-hmm. or something I was turned on to this past summer was using a Reese cup. Ooh. Putting a Reese cup in place of the Hershey bar. Really, just go hog wild. Whatever you want. There's no rules. That like, is... you know, if, if if you want to put a cookie and cream Hershey bar in there, go for it, man. I don't know how it's taken me 20 years, 20, 23 Wild. years to, to hear this. It's kind of like how it took us, you know, 80 years to figure out, hey, let's put the bottle lid for the ketchup on the bottom. <laughs> this This is... It's that same revelation. This is my line of, the, like, my, the education system has failed me. No yeah, one has 100%. ever made me think that I can use something other than just plain chocolate. No. Open broaden your horizons, man. Broaden I got your to. horizons. Okay. We, are we back so, to me? Or no, are we with you? We're back with me again. This is my fourth pick. All right. Um the next one I'm gonna go with is an all time favorite of mine. And actually probably should have been up higher on the list, but I'm gonna go Butterfinger. Ooh, don't lay a finger on my Butterfinger. And I I want to put down a different version of Butterfinger, but they don't make these anymore. You'd have to go back to 1990-whatever. The mm-hmm. BBs. I miss the BBs. Yes. J- uh, I, I, J- I remember Jamie being quite fond of them. Delicious. The only problem with Butterfinger, and actually, you might see this as a problem for some people. Other people might be like, oh, I, I like this part of it. It gets stuck in your teeth. Yeah. But... When you've been eating Butterfinger for long enough, and you're a pro at it, and you're not a and you're not a little baby child, you know how to correctly remove that from your teeth before it overstays its welcome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love Butterfinger, delicious. So my so. my my next pick in the uh, the 2020 Halloween candy draft uh, <laughs> is going to be M and M's. Just regular M and M's. You know what? For for the sake of a little bit of change, we'll go peanut M and M's. Peanut M and M's, my man. So peanut M and M's. You know, a classic. You know, it's uh, you know, it's chocolate and pe- peanuts. You know, what what more? So what, what more could you want? The regular the regular M M&M and M is completely fine, right? Yes, it's fine. I, I love M and M's. But the peanut M M&M and M is just such an elevated version of that formula Amen. that it's just it's it's so wonderful and i love them absolutely love them i was actually i'm glad you said that because i was debating on putting that on my own list but i i edged them out with the last one i want to put on here but i'm glad that they're going to be represented on here regardless now the fifth one and my final pick is is kind of hard because there's like three or four different ones i feel like could go in this spot but ultimately, I'm going to give this last spot to uh, the Baby Ruth bar. Ooh. Wow. I was and, not expecting that. 
I will, I will, my case for that is that, again, you've, you've probably noticed a trend with most of my candies here. There's a lot of peanuts involved. Yes. A lot of peanuts. I am a slut for peanuts. I'm a slut for peanut butter. Um, you love but nuts. But the Baby Ruth, <laughs> the Baby Ruth bar, just the, the amalgamation, the combination of caramel and peanuts and chocolate, bro. Because I was for my last spot, I was trying to figure out what I what I wanted to be in there the best, and I was like, should I throw three musketeers in there? No, three musketeers kind of make my stomach hurt after like the third fun sized one, and that shouldn't happen. Um, Snickers, a good bar, but it's just Baby Ruth without peanuts, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and then I was thinking about a hundred gram bars, but I was like, I'm not sixty years old. You can't put 100 grand bars in there. That's nonsense. I've, I have never witnessed someone buy a 100 grand bar. I always see Nobody them in stores. I've never, buys. I've never seen someone buy one. That's like Almond Joy and Mounds. Nobody ever walks into a 7-Eleven <laughs> or Wawa, for those of you who live in the cultured part of the United Joyzies. States. Um, nobody ever walked into a Wawa and looked at the vast wall of candy and said to themselves, you know what I fucking want? What an almond joy. No no self-respecting person does that. When you have like 30 different flavors of Reese's Cups, five different flavors of Snickers, all the different flavors of Kit Kats and Hershey's and M&M's and Twix. Like, you're not going to be like, you know what I want? I want the coconut. No. No, you don't. So I have to, I'm going to shift it back to you, Jordan, for your last one. And I hope you don't end our friendship. So, so please give our fifth pick. So this is a tough one for me because like I kind of hit like, you know, all the notes that I that I really want to hit because if I were mm-hmm. to do like my next like favorite one, it might be like Milk Duds or uh, Whoppers because okay. okay. those are two like I grew up a lot on them. I haven't mm-hmm. had them in forever, but like, you know, my, my one grandfather, he loved them. So like I, I started to like them, um, but I don't want to because that's, you know, it's just chocolate. You know, I already have Hershey's. Whoppers aren't bad. Well, because it's not just chocolate, though, because you understand. Yes, there's a little bit Whoppers, of nougat in there. It's nougat. Yeah, Whoppers. Yes. And I feel like Whoppers are definitely swept, slept on. And I, I have to say, I really enjoy the the carton of milk that they used to come in. The malted milk ball. They used yes. to come in like a giant carton. And that I enjoy. I enjoy the packaging of the Whopper. Yes. Uh, so I could go with them, but I'm not going to. And okay. I, for a second, was about to throw on candy corn just for for it to and hilarious. Hope, just for for to sed, in sadistic hopes of it getting pummeled, you know. I, I but I'm I'm not gonna put that ha- that into the hands of our audience and you know risk being upset to find out that we have a bunch of candy corn lovers listening to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will do Twizzlers as my last pick. Really? Yes. It's not, you know, it's not like the biggest Halloween candy. I feel like Twizzlers, uh, more more than any candy, is like a little bit more year round. Like, you know, you don't look at a Twizzler and think Halloween, in my opinion. But it so, is still a very good uh, candy. Actually, is there? Do they make a Twizzler Halloween? Let me see here. Hold on. If they make a, a Halloween variant, Halloween but, Twizzlers, they do. They do actually make Halloween ah, Twizzlers. Ah, let me see. So here's the, here's the thing. Twizzlers are not bad. I am definitely more of like just uh, – they have a weird texture to them, which is hard to get by. They do. Um, so I won't true. eat a lot of them, which is probably good in some situations. <laughs> that, yeah. 
good point. Um, but like, there's some other, but like that, that's that's not a a terrible choice. It probably won't win this bracket. You know, I I just really wanted it to be included. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but there there's a lot of candies that we didn't even talk about, uh, and for so good many. reason too. Um, I'm glad you didn't say Crunch Bar. Yes. Crunch bars are nonsense. That that was um, one as a kid. I just never understood it. I just didn't. Um, I wanted to include Starburst, mm-hmm. but my problem with Starburst is that seventy five percent of them are not the ones you want. That's so true. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just want pink and red. Yeah. They they, so, they like, really need to start selling them just by like mm-hmm. colors if they haven't already. Um, and I think the only other one that I can think of that's a huge omission would be Airheads. Yeah, but I, Airheads are beaten and beaten to death by Laffy Taffy. I agree. Yeah, but the problem with Laffy Taffy is once it gets hot a little bit and melts to the plastic, it's just it's hard to it's hard to eat. That's true. So, and I I'm personally am a little like we're a little spoiled with having the Jersey Shore so close to us and like saltwater taffy has forever ruined. You know what's crazy? What? For the 26 years that I've lived on this earth and the however many years I went trick or treating, not ever once did a house give out handfuls of saltwater taffy. And yeah, I always thought that was weird. Cuz I always felt that like that was a such a weird. strong Jersey thing. I've gotten like the Halloween pretzels. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Which no, wait a minute. I will defend they're, Halloween. They're pretzels. good. They're good, but what what's I'll, what's next? Apple slices? Halloween I'll apple defend, slices? Come on. I'll defend Halloween pretzels because when you were like you know, six or seven walking around for like five hours and you got like two and a half hours in and you hit that house that gave you the Halloween pretzels. It was the little sit rep that you needed. It was a little boost of carbohydrate energy that you needed to keep on going. I'll, I'll, I'll like pretzels are good. I'm just like, it's all about candy, you know, give me the candy. Well, I think I, this would be a good segue to, to kind of wrap the podcast up. But what's the weirdest thing you've ever gotten from a house on oh trick or treating? Because for me, it was like spare change. <laughs> no I've gotten way. spare change before. That was weird. Um, I've gotten a Kool-Aid jammer, which, okay, kind of weird, but whatever. I'll drink it. It's Kool-Aid jammer. I'm always down the clown with Kool-Aid. But, like, what's the weirdest thing you've ever gotten from a house from trick-or-treating? I'm going to have to, like, really recall my memory on this and have it for next week. But I can say the most memorable thing was getting the, the SpongeBob gummy Krabby Patties. The, oh, okay. Okay. Like uh, I forgot about this. Yeah, like why? Whatever happened to them? Gone. <laughs> it's gone. Um. So, quick recap: our ten candies that will be on our Halloween candy bracket are going to be Reese's Cups, Mr. Good Bar, Twix, Butterfinger, Baby Ruth Bar, Reese's Pieces, Kit Kats, Hershey Bars, Peanut M and M's, and Twizzlers. Um. I will be posting the bracket tomorrow shortly after this podcast goes live and I'll be hosting a vote for them each probably on about each day. We'll have to see how this goes. I'll have to see how we can parse this out. Yes. Um, but we will leave it to you, the listeners and the Twitter followers to vote for what you think is the best candy. 
Yes, be sure to stay tuned to Nick's Twitter for that information. What's going to be on the Bento Twitter? Oh, not the Bento. My, the my, Bento yeah, Twitter. it's not going to be on my Twitter. Uh, but I'll retweet it on my Twitter. Tell them where they can anyway. find uh, the Bento Twitter and your Twitter. Oh, well, yeah. I guess if we, uh, we're, we've got nothing else to talk about, yes. So, thank you for listening to us for this week. Um, be a huge help if you like what you heard today. Leave us some reviews on the the distribution source of choice. Share us with your friends. Uh, hit us up on our Twitters or on my Twitter. My personal Twitter is at the mechanic at t h e m e c h a n i c k. Um, and you can follow Bento Box Gaming on Twitter at Bento B Gaming. We're on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, MySpace, uh, Club Penguin. Uh, anything you can really think of at this point um jordan where can the people find you you can find me on twitter at otfjordon uh that's otfjordonjordon gotcha uh also one last thing i forgot to plug uh i did mention it earlier but over on my twitch uh twitch.tv slash bb underscore pepperoni chan i'm streaming uh chrono trigger all this week I'll be putting up uh, edited down versions of those on my main YouTube channel, which I will share that at a later date. So if that's something that tickles your interest, come check it out. Um, And once again, thank you for listening to us this week. Join us next week where Jordan and I tried to combine all of these candy bars into one mega candy bar. Have a good week, everybody.